been a while. It feels like I haven't been here since last And yet, for the last three months, we've been consistently releasing four episodes a month. So, so as far as the audience has been concerned, this is the most consistent we've been putting out. As far as the audience, just yell at me on Twitter, and I won't change anything that I'm doing. If you want us to put out episodes more consistently, just give us a thousand dollars a month on Patreon. Patreon.com yeah. slash CNC. Also, uh, Patreon.com slash Ronnie Alley Music. And Jeffrey, what's yours? They unlaunched my page. Why? Why? Wait for the uh, Malachi only. Wait for the uh, Malachi. Malachi only fans win. Malachi only fans win. Y'all won't know Good. I mean, like y'all as a podcast will know about. I don't need to know. I don't need to know. This doesn't need to. These. I don't. Look. Here's the thing. It's not. It's not that I'm looking to see it. It's that I'm looking to promote it. Always be plugging. That's what no, I no, always no, no. say. I okay, so even if I did do an OnlyFans, I wouldn't have it connected to me because recently there was a I saw that want to see a I didn't want to see a Hope to God. Hey, I'm not gonna put my asshole out there. If anything, the plan is to read erotic poetry, and that's that's the plan. Mm, you like it? Also, you like it, big boy? Anyway, here's Ulysses by James Joyce. That's a novel that's not a poem. I think you're uh, thinking of Ulysses by Alfred Lord Tennyson. <laughs> oh, you like that, big boy? Anyway, here's The Communist Manifesto by Karl Marx. I would read that. Ingles. I think it'd be funny. Uh, I feel like but, I said Ingalls' name slightly wrong, but I don't. Who gives a fuck, really? He's fucking dead. He doesn't. Anyway. What are we doing dead here? Not gay enough. Well, you called us here and you said you like lured us here and said that you totally weren't murdering people, and then you smiled at me all weird, like and started calling me Seth. And what? Then you dressed me up as like a news anchor. <laughs> Mikey, I know you said smiled, but it sounded like you said smelled. <laughs> you smelled at me all weird. To be fair, both things were happening. They were smiling and they were smelling. That's that's a not good sight in my brain. Like they're smiling at me while they're sniffing at me. Both actions can be Painful. Like hater ask even. So we're watching Barry episode one. See, I, I tied it all together. Are you proud of me? No. Good. Not for that. Henry Wrinklers in this. Did you say Ponzi's in this? Yeah. A lot. Oh, this is a really good cast. Also, 
uh, Darcy Carden, uh, who plays Janet in The Good Place, is oh, in this. Is Janet non-binary? Um, kind of. Kind, yeah, it's it's a whole thing. Uh, I think more agender. Y- yeah, uh, bl- is a blanket term. Non-binary applies to Janet, K- kind of at least. It's because she's very clear that she's not a girl or a boy. Yeah. You know? But that could just be because she's a, quote, robot, but also she's more than a robot, so, like, non-binary representation. It me! (laughs) It me! (laughs) I am a cute, nigender robot. Yeah. Also, I'm f- um, Anthony. Ah, fuck! I'm forgetting his name. The first name that came to mind was Anthony was uh, Mackie, but then. Huh. Okay, I, but so I you know the character of Dennis Caleb McCoy. No. Yes. So the guy, I forget who the actor is. Um, I almost want to say Anthony Carrington. I feel like that's wrong. Um. The guy that played the person who that the actor who plays Dennis Caleb McCoy, um, and also Victor Zaz on Gotham, huh? D- Dennis's best character, Anthony yeah. Kerrigan. Dennis Caleb McCoy. Okay, I was I was close. Anthony Car What is it? Uh, Kerrigan. Uh, it's yeah. It's C A R R I G A. Okay. Um. Anyway, so this guy is um, also, in my opinion, the best character on Barry because he plays a character called Noho Hank. The one who looks like Rylan? Yes. Based. Also, the I, character of Noho Hank is, like, giant... How do I say it? Him and the person who worked... So he works for someone who was also in the movie Joker. You might remember that. Um, he's a character actor. In a lot of the things. I forget that guy's name. Um, but those two okay. people combined are a pretty good distilled version of Rylan Umbu. Oh. Oh. Uh, okay, so. I don't like Gotham. But no, I don't like Gotham either. Victor Zaz is a good casting choice. Yeah. I, no, I, I don't gotta... like Gotham either. But, like, there's, like, little things about it that, like, I get. I've. I've I've watched more Gotham than I should, and there's things that having watched, having, how do I say this? I will intentionally, I say out loud, I've watched more than I should. Like, it's, I got way less enjoyment than I intended to, and I wanted to entertain myself, you know? Having said all of that, there is some stuff I do enjoy, sorry. I want to like Gotham, but I know I won't. That's the... I mean, like, I watched the premiere, like, on TV as it aired because I was, like, I was, like, watching the CW shows. I was, like, someone who was hyped to watch this. Like, I'm a comic person, you know? Yeah. I I was also hyped to watch it, but then I was, like, wait, why? I I also have more. Sorry. I, I liked Smallville. Yeah. I also, how do I say this, have more of an unironic appreciation for the 66 show or the the 60s batman show yeah i I Um, love the 60s batman so like that i like how do i say this even if it isn't intentionally bad and just is unintentionally bad 
I got like an almost second layer of enjoyment from like a lot of these, like from the CW even before Gotham, you know, and then Gotham was almost an intentional return. And I say almost intentional return because I don't think they intentionally were trying to pay homage to like the absurd, the sheer absurdity of the 60s show. They just did it and thought they were being serious. Um, and that just provided for the best absurdity, in my opinion. But horrible, horrible television that should be watched by no one. Uh, I love how we're <laughs> Except both, uh, Barry. We're, we're which going is to silence. Really, which is like one of the best. How do I say this? Barry is unironically one of, like, I think the best shows on television right now. Like, it is... It's not television, it's HBO. It's just, it's... Phil Hader has put a lot of heart and soul into the show. And, I mean, there's... It's a show with a lot of really good collaboration on it. And it just shows Phil Hader both as a comedic force, but, like, there's also good drama and really exceptional action on the show. Like, it's just... It's really... I just... I, I wanted to, to... to satiate the audience, to tickle the balls, as it as it were. I, I just gotta say that we are going to shit on and also praise things owned by Warner Brothers in this episode. Yeah, HBO Max sponsor us. Sponsor us, HBO Max. I'll I'll take back everything I've said on Wonder Woman eighty four if you give me money. I have. We will take back any bad thing we said about AT and T. Back, I'm just gonna double down on all of the good. I'm not gonna take away any of the bad stuff I've said. I'm gonna remain. I'm gonna keep some of my integrity and double down on all the good things that I've said and only talk about the good things moving forward and we'll also of course not remove but we'll you know put more of the emphasis on our newer better corporate sponsored content just from us directly down the pipeline to you the audience get on the phones we are selling to the highest bidder um if we got sponsored by hbo max i would review joker again Oh God! Subaru, I love the Speaking of smell Joker. of Subaru in the oh, morning. God. Oh no! I uh, reminded Ronnie. We we uh we we made a th- we we had a we hit a threshold uh so we need to do something related to Joker. So catch a Polish something soon. I'm the Joker okay. baby. I'm the Joker baby. I mean, just keep in mind. In, like, one of our most recent episodes, the fourth tidbits drop, you know, like, there's stuff all the way back from, like, November in it, like, um, it, it takes a while for some content to come out, so, who knows? Yeah. Maybe this will get cut and put into a tidbits, maybe the tidbits will be deleted <laughs> and you'll never hear this, maybe it'll be released in the episode. I don't know. Maybe, Who can say? We'll, we'll bleed into a tidbit section, and then we'll review the episode of Barry that we're here to watch. Barry. 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 Barry's. I almost fell the fuck out of my chair. Father. That's funny. I was thinking about the chair falling. Father. Father. Uh, also. Josh, I, 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 I have high hopes because I really like Bill Hader.
I need to I need to be quiet. He's good. Sorry. He's the best part of a good amount of things. I don't know, I just like Bill yes, Hader. And Isn't that's he why an, now we're gonna go and watch the episode. If you like this episode, you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. Barry's killing me. Did you understand the Rylan comparison? Oh shit, sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't realize the recording started. <laughs> look, Barry is killing me. Barry is in this well with us, okay? I mean... <laughs> Barry is like, how do I? Barry's an action show where it's just like, there's almost, how do I say this? It's almost like shootouts are like, yeah, like, like they constantly subvert the fuck yeah kind of attitude of just like, yeah, guns blazing kind of shootout. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a really well made show. And like, like the way, like they have, like, how do I say this? The it really captures the idea of what it means to be the kind of person that Barry is because like it I I don't it's just uh I wish more things were like this because like a lot of things wish they like a lot of things think they're this good and are like bad versions of this, you know? Yeah. Like everything um, we make. And this has like a really good cast in it. This is the like type even, of show I would want to make. Even the guy who plays, I think his name's uh, Gorhan, Gor Gornon, um, the Chechen, the the Chechen mobster who Noho Hank works for. Like he's uh. more of a recurring character throughout season one, um, but like that's a that guy's a really good character actor. Like he's. He is in the Joker, and I think he's really good in the Joker. If you, he's the guy who gives the who gives Arthur the gun. Oh, he's also in. He's also fault. in not the episode of Watchmen I suggested, but he's in the episode before that um, from the HBO series. That's mainly like a flashback to Hooded Justice, and he's kind of like the main antagonist. He's an anti-Semitic kind of shop owner um, who, like, is seen throughout. Like, he's not—he's just kind of like a no-name character who just like leaves an impression, I think. And so he comes like it's—it's it's like this person. It's like a highlighted memory of like interacting with this person over the years. And he was really good in that as well. But does he do a gay? I cannot remember his name though. Um. um. Does he do a gay? I don't so, think so. Recently, failure. We all talked about like, cause I got a fucking camera, and so now I really want to fucking yeah, make Matt movies Damon. again. Yeah. Uh, and so recently, we as a podcast made a document that's movies that we want to make. This is a type of movie I would want to make, or a show that I would want to make, like. This is, like, such an interesting idea and, like, the right... Like, this is the type of writing and shit that I would want to direct. Malachi's list is all four movies. And then, uh, hey. Barry, the TV show, was a movie? <laughs> hey, no. I also have Gay Marxist Revolution. And I do have... My... I... Sorry. 
My mine are just vague. Uh, stoner cinematic universe. So I do have a question. Like if like if you were like if you flushed your version of this out, you know, where, like you went off with your own like version of things, you know. Yeah. How would you would okay? So like further down the line, if you ever explore this, is your Barry whatever character your your hitman who wants to be an actor? Your Terry. Is he a good actor? Do they become a good actor? Are they ever a good actor? Because this show has an answer, and I don't mind giving you the answer. I don't want the answer. I want the answer to be no. <laughs> I think my answer would be no. Okay. Uh, because it becomes... I, I feel like I would take it in the direction of it doesn't really matter that if yeah. he's good at it or not. It's all about the fact it that makes he's trying, happy. yeah, it's all about him being happy. I don't give a fuck about productivity. Yeah. I don't want to push that I, in my arm. Well, oh, no, it's moral. not. How do I say this? There's. Okay, this ah, is apropos. You said you didn't want an making, answer. This sounds apropos of nothing, but uh, I like how you and I have, like, uh, the same view on productivity, but I wouldn't describe my actual work ethic as dog shit, but you would describe yours as dog shit, Malachi? Yeah, I I know mine's bad. Like, outside of my mental illness, I know it's bad. And I knew that if I had a better one, my mental yeah. illness wouldn't, like, ruin my productivity as much. Yeah. But I, something I've been trying to work on. Mine is that when I put my mental illness and my uh, fibromyalgia to the side, I get my shit done. But it's hard to put those things to the side, you know? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So you don't want an answer? I, I, I think I know the answer, but like, I don't want an answer. And more so specific when I was speaking on uh, if I would make him a good actor, it's more of like personal choices that I feel like I would end up making that I just kind of want the vibe to be like... As someone who thought for a significant portion of their life they wanted to do one thing and then had an existential... Uh, crisis and then realized that they didn't want to do that thing and were having panic attacks about it uh, I can kind of understand where Barry's coming from in this situation yeah. I mean how do I say this This, sto- I'll say this this story is becomes at least I can I'll, I, I'll say this I haven't watched the two seasons of it that are out so far yeah. it becomes way less optimistic in its outlook and what it's saying with um, you know, mm-hmm. with things as the story advances, um, which is fine. I don't think everything yeah. has to be optimistic. Oh I no, I don't. I'm not saying it has to be. I'm just saying I don't want you to like get the wrong impression because like oh, the yeah. show does like have an answer and it does go like a definitive way with um with with things. And I just if anything, I. I find it interesting that, it, like, I, I find the idea of a hitman who cannot act funny in my head, like, yeah. someone who, like, is bad at, like, lying, who's a professional hitman, is really funny to me. Like, that's a funny concept and or for spy. a character. And or spy. I think spy is funny, like, spy is a James and also, like, Bond someone where James like, Bond can't lie is funny. Also, like... Yeah. Someone who's, like, good at their job, too. Like, they're good at their specific yeah. job, but they're bad at specifically lying. 
I yeah. really like I, the scene where at the end of the show, I was where just going to highlight that. Where he's yeah, like, no. no, don't point the gun at me. Oh, wait, uh, no. no, I was going to mention the scene right after that, but I do love that scene. Uh-huh. I just loved, I I mean, just to also highlight that, I love just the, the, how do I say this? You don't, it's the kind of thing where you don't need to show that this character, like, knows what they're doing. You just have them, like, react like, no, don't, don't put the, don't point the gun at me, because if you point the gun at me, then I'm going to have to kill all of you, and I don't want to have yeah. to kill all of you. And speaking of that, so you know how Noho Hank was in that car? Yeah. Um, the character does not get killed, in case you were wondering. Uh, um, no, he was, but he fell he was outside going, the car. He was specifically originally written as getting killed in that scene, but they liked the actor's portrayal so much that they changed it in the script that he, like, specifically gets out and falls over. Well, wait, I have a quick like, question. Like, they make I, a point of showing I, him not getting killed, I, and they, like, change that in the script because that's how much they liked him on the show. I didn't, I didn't notice that, uh, that he was in the car or, or, or survived. However... I did notice that he was in the teaser for the second one, and I did figure that he was in the car. You know, yeah, uh, because he was in like, the f- he was in the car the first time when they. Uh, he... Also, I just loved <laughs> this. You sound like this great hitman after someone, and then it's just like, wait, what? They're hugging. They, they're hugging they're and they friends. did a scene yeah. from True Man, scene from True Romance together, and I like how much like the show kind of deals with the how do I say, um, and I know a lot of like things like even Grand Theft Auto has done commentary and often bad commentary on like the shallowness of L.A. You know, yeah. But like, there's this very kind of I would say more so subtle kind of um, <coughs> thing with of just a lot of little things of just like. This guy just met Barry, and he, sent, he was sent to kill him, and this guy's just like, we're scene partners, friends for life. <laughs> you That's know? Like, just immediately. Nobody's uh, from L.A. I'm from. Well, I'm from L.A. <laughs> <laughs> my family's from L.A., dude. My, my, like my uncle just, is, sorry. was born and raised in L.A. and still lives in L.A. and is like, an actor of some sort. It so captured like, the vibe of like a very specific kind of person, and such like it's how do I should say this show was made by people who have like worked as actors and writers before, yeah. you know, and that's what I love about it because it's just be it's just taking the piss out of very specific people while also making a very well artfully put together show. That is, is also from, really nerdy. Sorry. It's someone from California. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the superficial people who aren't aren't really from LA but live in LA are basically uh, our equivalent of the Jersey Shore people. Can we uh them and the Kardashians? Does Bill Hader direct all of the episodes? I don't believe so, but hmm. I'm, I'm not, I know he directs some of them. But like that's another thing. He can direct. <laughs> Yeah, there's some pretty fun shots in this. Um, I really like the ending scene where he's in the diner and you have all of the lights from the uh, the cop cars. I think I that's love, really cool. I love show like that. Yeah, I also I also did really I thought you were talking about that scene. I did really like the I'm an actor, 
Oh, I'm an actor too. Yeah, I liked that. That was it was cute. Yeah, it was cute. I I liked uh I liked how the bar they went to was called Residuals. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, I like that everyone in that bar is bisexual because look at the lights. <laughs> God damn it. Look, if it's if it's if it's film or television, I can actually point to the lights and say everyone in this scene is bisexual. By journal what film of- theory means, right? Journal of Ardency just makes me think of cyberpunk. I think I'm living it, living it, living it, living it up. Mm-hmm. It's a wise life. It reminds me of some of the tracks that were done by Avoir Simone. I, 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 know, I don't know how to say the, the name of this band, but they have... Um, they're this band that were featured in Twin Peaks The Return. Um, because at the end of that show, you would occasionally have performances, uh, lip sync performance, lip sync performances, um, with sometimes like different um, mixes on them of these performances at the bar in the Twin Peaks world, the um, the Bang Bang Bar. And there's these two performances from this band of two of their songs, Lark and A uh, Violent Yet Flammable World. And both of those have the same kind of vibe, although Journal of Ardency is more of a song that I can see people, like it's got more of like a a pump to it, even though it's as bleak in its lyrical outlook as a song titled A Violent Yet Flammable World. Um, but it's, it's just, it's perfect. It's like a really well-used uh, song. Uh, Sort of almost another thing that comes to mind is in Scott Pilgrim versus the World, there's a song by a band Metric that's used. Uh, mm-hmm. The song Black Sheep, it's a song that the Brie Larson character is, is shown to be singing. That isn't like a song that has anything to do with, like its creation has nothing to do with, with Scott Pilgrim. It was just a movie. It was just a song that existed and had to come out recently that the people really liked and it fit in thematically. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it kind of fits all three of those things, at least to me, kind of fit together in like kind of a slight sonic canon of, of more like synth inspired, um, slightly, uh, bleak, but still kind of bleak, slightly nihilistic, almost diverging into absurdist, um, almost new wavy, poppy rock tinged material. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm rambling. I'm sorry. You said the word Sonic Cannon, and I was like, ah, yes, gotta go fast. My dad's ghost winks at me through a picture frame. I need glasses. Look at this photograph. I'm from the Midwest. Uh, I'm, I was born in either the late 90s or the early 2000s. Uh, so... Um... Uh, yeah. What what do y'all I'm have no to say? No longer voiced by Roger Craig Smith. Um, I I liked it. I wanted to watch more after I got through this first half hour, which kind of feels odd for something that was like a thirty-one minutes of actual like television. You know, uh-huh. like it it felt weird to have more than uh, twenty-two minutes and be like, yeah, I, I want a lot more. Yeah. That was it. 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 That was it
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually ripped up my headphone. Sorry. What did you say? Uh, I was just gonna say, like, as someone who has like tried to watch some like television that people like love and not gotten into it within like the first fifteen, I this show made me like. I'm like, oh, that's an interesting premise. I like this character. I like everything. I want to watch a whole season now. Please don't be bad. Please don't get bad. I don't <laughs> Which I don't think, think it, it will. I, I, don't, I don't think it will. I think it... Uh, I, I like this. I think the concept itself is really good. I think how there's many, a lot to work with. How many seasons do you think it should get? Three at max. So far, I there's think it can be, two seasons can, that are, are out that you can watch, and there's going to be a third at least. I feel like... Three seasons of TV is like good enough to tell your story. That's a hot take, I know, but like six seasons in a movie, and also it depends on how many episodes you use and how yeah, much story that's you cover in those episodes. It really I haven't watched all the show that's out. It really depends on where they take uh-huh. certain narrative decisions, because yeah. like they can definitely wrap this up because of how fucked things get. It. I don't want to say, but like how. Things get very fucked at the end of season two. But by the way, I, my my answer two. for how long a TV show should be is either end fifty-two episodes two. or a hundred episodes. No in between. End of season two. If it's gonna be more than fifty-two, you gotta go for a hundred. I'm sorry. Acceptable take. Uh, I'm just, uh, personally, I think that, like, a lot of TV gets bad after, like, season three. For writing purposes, but I think this has, like, I also just think that that's, like, a good enough time. Like, if you're, if you do, like, 12 episode seasons, which I feel like is the normal amount at this point, like, 12 or 13 episode seasons are pretty common. I believe Barry only does 10. Sorry. Ten. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that's been the way that the wind's been blowing is at ten episode seasons, which is why I'm a bit apprehensive about three specifically, you know. Uh, but I I do think that uh, do 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 what was I saying? Uh, I I I also have to defend television here. Uh, if 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 TV shows kept like would actually contract the people who, like, made the shows good for the first three seasons longer, I feel like the shows would be good longer, you know? I disagree. It's, like, what I'm talking about is specifically a writing issue where they, it's it's not, well, it, it's you, specifically a running out of concepts because people keep upping the ante until there's nowhere else to go. It, it, comics has a similar issue. Yeah, but usually when a television show gets bad after season three, it's because that's when the original showrunner left, or when like the main writers left. But there are it's either that or there are two issues. There's one where uh, where the original creatives left, so it's different in a way that's like I know this sounds hacky, but like the soul is gone. And then there's what you're talking about, which is that they just keep trying to up the ante from the same perspective, and it doesn't evolve. It just gets bigger. 
like i don't know how much the writers change like uh on dexter for instance but a lot of people say oh it gets bad especially at the last season but like how did y'all get that far we got to like i watched till like season five and then i had to quit because they kept using the same like plot elements every single time there's a new like, limited series coming or was coming i don't know that's just i giggled dexter and that came up uh like i don't know if either of you have watched dexter but like there's I, an evident problem where it's like they keep just getting closer and closer to finding him and like it's just I, like i just i feel like that's just bad writing specifically i don't feel like there's like any magical thing with like a lot of the issues that we have is the way that like television shows are like constructed and designed to be and like yeah. and continue to be like even great shows continue to have like these unnecessary weird constraints combined with the fact that the yeah. people already producing these shows aren't necessarily always that creative beyond like a few like layers of like oh they came up with this one idea for a thing like they're not they're not all like it's 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 there's reasons why that the portrayal that the show like bojack horseman did of the character of flip is so humorous because a lot of a lot of these like champions creators really ended up being these like really just hollow vessels that didn't have many particularly good ideas and they get a good show yeah. and they just kind of like a lot of how do i say this a good indicator is does this person continue to like do good like well-received work after their acclaimed show because a yeah. lot like it's the difference between like like the people who make dexter are they doing things currently that's like and even like not to as much of an extent but like um vince gilligan and like peter gould they do yeah. Breaking Bad, and then they make Better Call Saul, and it's just, it, of course, it's in the same world, so it's kind of different, but, like, yeah. they're continuing to, they're very publicly continuing to, like, evolve as artists and get better as they're continuing. Like, it's possible to just keep making good stuff. Like, it was this. never an option, it was never not an option to do that, and By just for a lot of years, we... I didn't also have people feel, doing that. From what I've heard, I've also feel like they also had a, a vision of knowing when to stop, and I feel like a lot of TV shows don't, and I don't want to watch something that doesn't know how to end. Because uh, I mean, also a lot of times, like you're not asked to like you're like specifically told you cannot end this. Leave things open so it can keep going because we need to bleed this. Because like I, a lot of like a lot of shows are designed more so not from an idea of extracting content but bleeding the content almost malachi when did you say that dexter got bad uh i don't know season, season five honestly, is what they originally season, said i believe season five uh, isn't great that's when the like, showrunner changed like season five is when like i got like three episodes in and i'm like nah i'm good and then yeah, like looking back right. season three four two and honestly one's not that great like, yeah, looking back, it's not that great of a show. Surprise, <laughs> motherfucker. When, uh, yeah. when the show started getting, like, worse, that is when the original showrunner stepped down. Like, it's, so, it, like the first season was interesting, and then the second season basically copied it, like, but changed some elements, and the third <laughs> season was basically the first season, and then the fourth season was basically the second season. season. The second season was, like, the first, and I'm like... 
I have to not watch this anymore. There we go. Look, this happened with SpongeBob as well. When this episode was brought to you by uh, the podcast you're wrong about, not really. Uh, but hey, uh, Sarah and Mike. Thanks for making me know about OJ. Oh God, that was a good ad, I guess. Well, I mean, the ad would have, in theory, already went, but if we got another ad, that's where the other ad would go. But I don't know if we will. The other ad. They might have just heard nothing, or I might put something there. Look, if we put an ad, for, <laughs> if we record our own joke ads and insert them into our episodes around the place where our hypothetical ads go, it'll it'll be a seamless transition for the listeners. Number go up, number go number, down. Number go up, number go down. Science can't explain. But you know what science can't explain? That my day. kids love the taste of cinnamon toast crunch. Bill Hader just directed five episodes of Barry, you see. And back in my day, we had onions on our shoes. And there are onions in the belts because that was just the style. Like, TV is not a medium I usually enjoy. Because you're a weirdo. No, I have my criticisms. Because you're a her- you're a heretic for not liking television. Yeah, but I know. it's not. It's mom. It's not. It's not television. It's HBO. It's not TV. It's HBO. I, I mean, like, there's a lot I'm of. Not... I feel like there's been more so just like a lot of widespread industry, like in terms of indi- like across the industry, putting a lot of emphasis and support behind a lot of ideas that like actively do not. Um, allow for creative like exploration and allow for like the medium of television to continue to like creatively evolve and also like expand in terms of like its maturity in terms of how it deals with various subjects. I feel like there have been intentional things of just people being like and rein it in. So like there's been like little inches forward and innovations um, with people doing a lot just with the medium of television, but also there's been a lot more so heaping piles of things of people kind of just sitting in the mud and not, I don't, that's a bad analogy, but like not moving the art form forward and in some ways keeping it yeah. back, like the continuation and like dominance. And I, this is going to sound like a really shitty comparison, but like the, the this like the cultural like impact and like hold that like shows like the bachelor have you know the or like the, the 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 fucking chicago universe of shows that like chicago is behind Fire department and then it spins off into the law and order stuff yeah and of course like there was already the law and universe law and order universe but then the chicago like i feel like there was some hint, like there, there were hints of potential goodness and like quality acting from like some of the Law and Order shows over the years. You know, you, you do get some decent guest performances, but then as like you, you enter into the like the Chicago shows, and that's like they kind of like the 
the, the window in is like Chicago PD into like the other shows in some respects, but like they just they just in my opinion just go downhill. You know, they are like some of the yeah. worst examples of television. And that's not even going into like a lot of the fucking sitcoms that like you know, yeah. like you do have yeah, your community, say, but like And I'm not even talking about friends. I'm talking about like more shows that are like on Big Bang Theory. And it all started with the Big Bang. Young Sheldon, even more so. I was oh gonna god, say I forgot that show existed. But, I can't uh, forget. Well, originally, what oh, I was going to say is like, like the Good Doctor, which isn't a sitcom, but like that show exists. Look, Malachi, Sorry. if you aren't compared to Sheldon when you were when you were young, if you weren't compared to Sheldon, you wouldn't understand. Always waking up in a cold sweat, thinking about young Sheldon. All I was going to say is that uh, I generally sometimes feel like shows also dip in quality because they change directors, and so certain episodes where they have good narrative purpose end up looking visually worse than other episodes yeah. because yeah. they keep changing directors and also, it can get annoying. Yep, yep, I like the show a lot. I, it's good. Okay. Projections for where the rest of the show is going because I am going to probably watch the rest of the show. Even if we don't cover it on the podcast, I might just go like binge. Wait, we have a yeah. podcast? Yeah. Um, I don't believe you. Even if I don't finish it, or on the. God damn it. Even if we don't watch more episodes, I'm going to watch it because the show is very good. I think Henry Winkler's a fucking fraud. I think that's. I think it's kind of obvious in how they portrayed him a bit. I, I thought you were calling Henry Winkler himself a fraud, and I was about to have, like, words with you. He plays fraudsters a lot. He's good at it. I think his character in Parks and Rec is really in, irresponsible. Because he's one of the three Jewish characters in that show, and they're all Oof. from one family, and he is a rich doctor, and his kids are money-grubbing do nothings and the and it's really anti-semitic when you realize they're the only jewish people well, i'm pretty sure there are more jewish but i i agree with you that like uh it is irresponsible if you're only three like prominently where it's like very obvious they're jewish yes yeah that's not on the actors by the way that's yeah that's a writing thing because i i think that other people are implied to be jewish Along the things, but like, oof. They're the only outs. From what I remember, they're the only characters who are like specifically, like in text, said to be Jewish. Orthodox Jews. Anti-Semitism is bad. True. I've solved it. Uh, I've. Fuck, but also I feel bad for Palestine. Like. There are people who, when I say anti-Semitism are bad, very anti-Semitically get mad at me and say, like, that means you support Israel. And it's like, no, not necessarily. And also supporting Israel isn't supporting Judaism necessarily because not everyone in Israel is Jewish. And eh, I have very mixed feelings. Hot take. People who associate an entire country with a religion automatically 
and says that if you're anti-Semitic for criticizing a state is anti-Semitic. Yes. Because they're is... saying that you can't criticize someone because they're Jewish. Yeah. Like... Um, also, the, I feel bad about Palestine. Cards on the table. I, I said that because I had been watching Grammy recently. I mean, and, yeah. like, this This Jewish girl just straight up says to Grammy, uh, I feel I just feel so bad for Palestine. She's, she's also a, a lot of Jewish people don't like Israel. Yes, that, that's 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 true. Uh, but I, I I just realized that ecstasy means something different than it meant thirty years ago. So I, I I'm an old NB. I have to explain that I mean MDMA. What does ecstasy mean now? Any pressed pill. What? Yeah. It just just a catch all. Where it's uh That seems unhelpful. Yeah. I I think that it's not necessarily any pressed pill, but it's It's sort of the byproduct of like a lot of these are like more so like drugs that in some cases you can still like pharmaceutically like you can still like get them in bulk from like like suppliers of like various things and oftentimes the names are the very long chemical names so it just becomes a lot easier to just say the very short name that most people if they know anything about these drugs they know they can just say ecstasy you know like they heard Madonna one time. I I agree that it's not that also like sense. a lot of these drugs impact um, like speech in some respects. Like they're similar to how quaaludes operate at times. So less is better in terms of like speech and doing these drugs. Mm. Just on like a practical level, but it is it's a very silly thing, in my opinion. Yeah, because. Pre, correct me if I'm wrong. Previously, uh, ecstasy referred to uh, variations of what is now uh, referred to commonly as Molly. Yes, I have the drug knowledge of a dad in the '90s. <laughs> so when you hear ecstasy, you think about Molly. I've... I mean, like I a dad in the now. '90s would be like would potentially well, have more drug knowledge than you because like there's a lot of oh, yeah. like not like Dads mutual in the drug 90s knowledge doing... but like club kits were like a thing in the 90s and there was like a lot of irrational fear that like your good upstanding child would one day grow up and become a part like a club kid or even worse Britney Spears okay or even worse than that a pothead remember marijuana uh, is the worst but anyway, I have I feel, the drug knowledge like of my dad in the nineties. That the your dad was valid. like twelve. I feel like the uh, main character, the person who the movie, uh, the the movie about the club kids, um, party monster. I feel like that guy died recently. Um, are you familiar with this? Macaulay Culkin was in a movie called Par- Party Monster with Seth Green, where they did a bunch of drugs, and it's about. The, the the club kids in New York City and Randy how like Barbado. these two figures like murdered their drug de- dealer 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 oh it's biographical 
I was, uh, I was, uh, I was, uh, I was gonna ask if it was, uh, if it was a documentary. No, no, no. But it's a, it's a, it is a, it is a biopic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who, who, who Macaulay Culkin played? Yeah. Michael Elg? 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 Christmas, Christmas 2020, shortly before midnight, he died in his Washington Heights home from an accident for heroin overdose at the age of 54. Wait. Are I, we I'm talking, talking about the director I, or right I'm now? talking about the... Uh, the character that uh, McCoy, uh, the person McCoy who straight up murdered McCoy. someone in the nineties and went to jail for it. Back in the nineties, I was in a very famous court case. Oh. Charles Manson, or not Charles Manson, Marilyn Manson's in that movie. I read the name of who Marilyn Manson played. And then tried to say Marilyn Manson, and it came out Charles Manson. Thank you, bro. Marilyn Manson. Back in Marilyn the 90s, Manson. Marilyn Manson was in a very famous TV show. Do you ever forget that you what? get the representation the of like how people look at their age based off of like when you were like three, and so you're like, Marilyn Manson's not 52? I mean, I've seen Marilyn Manson in... Marilyn Manson has a cameo in a, in a show called The New Pope playing himself. And uh, the, mm-hmm. the age is really, you can feel it. I feel like my The Wonder Years joke. Uh, I appreciated it, goddammit. I've never watched The Wonder Years. Oh, so you don't know the rumor that uh, the nerdy kid from The Wonder Years was played by Marilyn Manson? What the fuck are you talking about? All it's right. not true, but... It's not true, but... There's a... a it's a, a better very... rumor than saying that he had any involvement in 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 Columbine. That's... Yeah, you're correct. That's not a rumor. That's just, like, parents blaming blame. Columbine, like, happening, because it's it wouldn't surprise me if, like... Also, I'm sorry for interrupting you, but it wouldn't surprise me if, like... This rumor started from people like being like, even the Wonder Years isn't safe from the corrupting influence of Marilyn Manson, like because of like how just like the nature of the whole, um, which I wasn't even as familiar with, but just the nature of the whole tr- whatever the trench coat bullshit is, like that narrative, like the way that that kind of spread. It wouldn't surprise me if it would also like, you know, like it goes into the conspiracy kind of theory mindset where like you start to get paranoid and start seeing like you inject the theory into like everything. So you're just like even even this wholesome good Americana show can't even hide like save itself. It's corrupted by the damnation of Marilyn Manson, you know. All right, Malachi, look at the discord. Yeah, yeah. So I just sent an image, okay? Oh. People think that that's a young Marilyn Manson. I've seen young Marilyn Manson. That's pretty close. Yeah, I mean, I like, get it. Like, have you seen the high school, like, 
yearbook photos of Marilyn Manson that like I, I I've I've seen the I comparisons but I also like looking at the comparison know that it's not the same person yeah well, like, oh, you. those are similar looking people I, I, I would uh, believe you if you told me that uh, Marilyn Manson played uh, Paul's cousin in an on-air episode of The Wonder Years. And I'm That's so sorry. Like, I cannot sleep. Cannot, cannot dream, dream tonight. tonight. You know what I, I find need somebody in always. What, Malachi? What? Well, people usually can't tell who Marilyn Manson is when he's uh, like dressed like a normal person. The guy who my girlfriend. Funny. What? I'm the uh, lead singer for Lion K, and Marilyn Manson ate my girlfriend. Ah, uh, yes, so, we did it. We returned back to that reference point. We can end the episode. Hooray! And I um, wish it was Michael J. Fox. Something that I found weird is uh, how uh, people would equate like Lady Gaga and Marilyn Manson in aesthetic choices. Which is yeah. like that's not the same. I mean, it's like, not the same. same. Consider yeah, that liberals and art don't particularly mix that well beyond any surface deep understanding. Like one of them is a lot more doing something that's like not, like one of them's just being very queer. <laughs> like the the thing is like even if they were doing the exact same thing. One of them would be being gender non-conforming in that moment, right? Yeah, like, like Marilyn Manson, I feel like is like he's trying to push people's buttons, but I feel like Gaga was just doing her own thing. Yeah, I, yeah, no, I I agree. It's just like the, the things that like for the most part, correct me if I'm wrong. Lady Gaga's presentation is like feminine, and a lot of the stuff that Marilyn Manson did was like presenting more feminine despite being a man, you know? Yeah. Like, those aesthetic choices aren't the same when they're done by people of different genders. Also, like, like not to get, like, too, like, into the aesthetic choices of it, but, like, like Marilyn Manson definitely has, like, an alternative aesthetic. Like, he's... And Lady Gaga has, like, a high-pop aesthetic. It's, like, a, a high-art aesthetic. It's not not, not the to get same political, thing. but L. Ron Hubbard was a black man. What? <laughs> His real name <laughs> was L. Ron Boyapimbe. Not to get political, but I exist. But, I heard. Like, sorry, no can do. I don't think we can continue the show like this. Okay. I, uh, oh, that's fair. Malachi, uh, I'm, I'm gonna find the social media. For why? Why I, is it always me? For the year was 1798, how I wish I was in Sherbert now. And I quote, pee pee poo poo caca doo doo nacho Puerto Rico. Goddamn them both. Yeah, it was true. We sailed the seas for American gold. We fired no Shed no tears. Like you straight up said that you're just you're happy that Roger no longer voices Sanic. 
Who? Uh, Look, motherfucker, uh, you said you didn't need to have the quilting circle in a Sonic game, and therefore you must die. Yeah, you also said that that, that you're glad because you you've ha- you heard a rumor that Roger was trying to get the quilting circle into the next Sonic game, so you're glad that his contract expired. Why, Reggie? I saved your ass with Monopoly. Explain thyself. Um, Explain yourself. One second. Okay, so you motherfuckers want to talk about Sonic voice acting. You motherfuckers do not know that Jaleel White is the only valid Sonic voice actor. Oh, you think that I don't know that, motherfuckers? You know who else Jaleel White voiced? Huh? Huh? Sonya and Manic. Both of them. Both the Sonic siblings. Except I... when they sang. And then Double D was like, there's something missing. Something's not quite right. You know what's missing? And then this missing? one lady was like, a little voice inside tells me someone is out there. Your what? finger on the, the button ending the recording. You just got to shove it right up. But you got to shove it all the way up media. there. We didn't say the social. Shove media. it up. Okay, shove so your finger into the button. More you gotta, you gotta get those seeds right up there, Morty. The hedgehog shove them, shove the them way up your butt. Doesn't belong in Sonic, which All is sacrilegious. Um, you can follow Fuck Malachi. At, is it M B by Malachi? E N B Y B I M A L A C H I. And if you, can you like Mikey, you can follow them at, at Ronald Alley too. That podcast. Identity feeling, the bitch. Bitch. Yeah, you 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 heard my Sheldon thing, and if you wanna know, uh, wanna follow someone who's nothing like Sheldon from The Big Bang Theory, you can follow Jerf at Jeff <laughs> <laughs> I said that you're nothing like Sheldon, and I meant it. Thanks, Wink. buddy. Impressive cock. Thanks, you too. Man, what you're... a bunch of cowards. Not Shout out to the feeder. Not making Sheldon what? Asexual. Well, okay, so... Okay, now Look, we can get into the weeds about this. I actually think... We can talk about this asexual. more on our next episode, which is obviously covering the Big Bang Theory. Uh, and if you awesome. don't end it, that's all we're going to fucking cover. I'm tempted to make nothing but Big Bang Theory from now until fucking King Dakad, King to Come, Cobra Kai. I got these spaghetti uh, linguine fettuccine uh, Alfredo pita chips by Ritz. They're pretty good. I'm just shooting this pure fire. I really want to end this recording so that we don't have to go into the fucking mic until we end. Fucking gabagool. I want to end the recording. Or like maybe even like a, a thing saying to join our Patreon. Who can say? Join our Patreon. So I can afford a new computer. Tell them your processor, Milan. It's bad. Join it. It's an AMD FX. Right? Do it. Do it. Do it. Patreon.com.
forward slash CCNC. When the original creators left, the shit got worse. Swingshot is more like a roller coaster. Because it, it got worse, then it got better, then it got worse, then it got better, then it got worse, then it got better. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, sponge wall wounds. Look, I watched SpongeBob until I was in the middle of high school. I know what I'm talking about. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway, do you think we should take an ad break? I, you know what didn't get worse after three seasons? Um... Uh, Fargo? Well, yes, but also... I mean, some people uh, would argue differently. And you, you, you haven't seen enough of Fargo to, to, to say well, otherwise, so... I mean, to be fair... No one correct uh, me. I, I, uh, to be fair, the, the parts of Fargo that I have seen, it either got didn't get worse after season three or got better after season three, damn it. That's the only seeing season four, but... Uh, I, I mean, like, there's a lot of, I feel like there's been more so just, like, a lot of widespread industry, like, in terms of, indi- like, across the industry, just, like, embracing and just, like, championing, 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 champ, didn't, didn't the Russos still direct episodes in season four? I think so. Let me Like, check. that's. I think that episode to episode no, changes. I, 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 Although, I, I understand. Also, it's a different circumstance because, like, in that case, it literally was the showrunner getting fired. It's like the predominant I, I cause. Of uh, okay, they were mostly good. directed by uh, Tristram. That is good. Shapiro. Thank goodness. Uh, who. I, I, I see. Had I avoid. I've avoided it. season four because it's it's really dis disappointing to watch. Like going back to it as much recently. Yeah. Uh. Although. I I see Russo's back in season five. Yeah. So season three, five. It makes sense that they wouldn't have touched season four, and it's it's better that they didn't. They also didn't touch season six, but I think that's because they were literally busy making Captain America two. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh, sorry, sorry, Dan. We we uh we we we're, we're, we're hanging out with Chris Evans. Bye. All we can do <laughs> is give Danny Pudi a job. Yeah, but... that's all we can. <laughs> what was? Larry, I work on Ducktales. Sorry, I must get the door. Larry, I work on Captain America too. Oh fuck! If you want to, uh, if you think this is a good podcast, you should either rate us or hit the recommend button on your podcast aggregator of choice. Yeah. And if your podcast aggregator of choice doesn't have one of those, just go over to iTunes and like give us five stars or download Overcast and hit the recommend button. It's not that hard. We love you. You're valid. I don't think we love everyone. Yeah.